You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Um, so we have my very own theater teacher and high school director, Mrs. Mary Lynn Clark. And I can't call you Mary Lynn because this is my show and I can do what I want. Um, so in addition to um, teaching at Boonville High School, she is... Oh, my God, my clipboard. Um, she is back in school to get her master's degree at Mississippi University for Women and hosts the YouTube channel called Clarkson Parks, where she um, highlights her wonderful camping trips with her amazing family. Uh, hi, Mrs. Clark. Hi, Mason. You actually do listen to me when I talk. Like, those are things I've told you. Well, so you've told me where you go to college like three times. <laughs> but I, I searched our emails from when I asked you a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. I knew Clarkson Parks. I knew that. Good. See, I I think maybe you don't listen, but you do. <laughs> See, teachers are creating a lasting impact. <laughs> uh, so how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I do have um, one starting question for you. Okay. Why are you at the school on a Sunday? I am at school on Sunday grading senior memory scrapbooks. So all the seniors have to make a scrapbook. They include 13 essays that they have to write and then pictures throughout their entire lives. And it takes me like 45 minutes to grade one. So I have four and a half left. You're so close. Yeah. Um, so starting out, can you talk about growing up in Boonville and now being able to take over thespian troop number 950? Well, that's not something I ever thought that I would do. But I did grow up in Chandler and then in Boonville, and I went to Boonville High School, and I never really expected to stick around because I think a lot of students in Boonville are like, this place sucks. I don't want to be here. There are so many better places in the world. And sometimes I still do feel that way. But um, this program specifically, like Thespian Troop number 950, was so influential to me and my drama teacher Judy McNeely I still think that she hung the moon and so the opportunity to come back and and 
give back and maybe create some of those same experiences for other students is really important to me. So here I am still. Yeah. Um, what was your original education um, going into becoming a theater teacher? Well, my degree is actually in literature. So um, I have been learning in my master's program a ton of things that I didn't know before because I don't have any formal theater education. So everything I know comes from what I learned in high school or what I learned in community theater and being involved in community theater and just from from being in education um, because I have an English teaching license. So I'm working toward um, having a more formal education in in theater rather than just in in English and in education. How crazy that you're doing assignments um, in your master's program. Yeah. And not anyone else. Mason helps me occasionally. That's what he was leading me to say. Mason does occasionally help me. But to be fair, Mason made our press release uh, before I knew it was an assignment. So it was something I already had. <laughs> You're going to get me kicked out of college, Mason. Is the college listening? Are you going to send this to your college? I hope so. I, Yeah, I think so. You're going to take it with you this summer and just like blare it? Absolutely. On campus? I'll be like, hey, I don't know how to build a flat, but I was on this <laughs> podcast and I'll just play it. Do I need to help you build a flat? Well, I think perhaps, I can do that. Perhaps, yes. Is that one of the assignments? Well, I don't I don't really know. I have to go for two weeks and, and hopefully there's not a lot of manual labor. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to add to my calendar a trip to <laughs> Mississippi. No, Mason, I do my own work. Yes. Um, so this season... Um, it was a lot. You went through a lot. It was your first year directing. Um, how did you choose the shows, um, The Complete Works and Leader of the Pack? Well, um, I had directed at a middle school and then at Central High School where I came from. Um, so the hardest part about choosing shows for this school was that I didn't know any of the kids. So even though I don't Precast, you ha do have to know like where your strengths and weaknesses lie when or when you choose something, uh, and I just had no idea. So, the fall play was something that I had wanted to do forever. Um, it's something that I I love. Complete works of William Shakespeare abridged, and it's so um, like so goofy, and you can have as many or as few people as you want in it. It doesn't really matter gender. Um, so I knew that that was something that was doable for us, no matter who was there. And then leader of the pack. Um, I also wasn't really sure in a high school, it's hard to know, especially boys, how many boys you have that are talented. And I just didn't know. So, um, we chose something that had kind of minimal boy roles, but also was something that was really flexible that gave a lot of people room to shine and just something that was fun and and what I thought might be easy, but really wasn't easy because I had like 26 songs in it. Was there 26 songs? I don't know. It was something great. It was an insane number of songs. There's like almost no dialogue. It's all songs. <sighs> That's insane. Yeah, it's a lot. But it was great. Um, it was fun. People are loving it. Like one of the teachers um, who 
never apparently stayed through shows, stayed through the leader of the pack. Yeah. I I even watched him leave at intermission for the fall play. And then, yeah, he was like, I stayed the whole time. I loved it. And to be fair, I went to dinner with friends yesterday. Um, and one of them is a, is a teacher here. Shout out to Mr. Cheshire. Um, but he was even talking about like how good he thought it was. And I didn't even bring it up. Like he just kind of started talking about it. So yeah, it's great to, to get some recognition, you know? Yeah. And going into the next season, we are doing um, The Giver and The Addams Family. Yes. Um, how did you choose those shows after knowing us for a year? Well, um, those were two shows that I knew I always wanted to pair together just because I liked – I always liked the idea of color, like choosing a color scheme and and making it visually appealing. So the idea in The Giver – that everything is gray until it turns, you know, he first starts seeing red and it turns different, different colors. And then just all of the, the references to like black clothing and darkness in the Adams family. So I, I knew I always wanted to put those together and I just think we have some great people that'll fill those roles. So yeah, it was, it was an easier decision than I thought. I was nervous about the Adams family because of all of the props. Um, and set pieces, but we're going to pull it off. Is there any hot tips that you want to give on who you think is going to fit each role? Um, I can go down the list. Mason Bray will be townsperson number seven. And that's what oh, I've thought That's about. an upgrade. I thought I was going to be a tree. <laughs> oh, no. The tree might have a line, so I need to. Oh. You got to give me a number. Yes. Yeah. So I wrote down a note. Okay. I don't know what it means. Oh, I do that all the time. Is that, are you making fun of me when I take notes and give notes? I'm like, oh, I wrote this down. No. I don't know what it means. No, but that, that is very relevant. Oh, I Every thought this sit- was you making fun of me. I thought this was like a dig at me. I wasn't sure. No, I usually do this in every episode, but cut it out. But this oh. has to stay in now because oh, okay. I am making fun of you now. Are you going to cut out the part where you implied that you helped me with my homework? No, because I helped you with your homework. I didn't do your homework. That's true. You helped me with my homework. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Mason thinks he deserves a bachelor's degree since I'm yes, getting Yes, I deserve degree. a BFA for helping you with one class. Well, you know, I'll see what I can do. I'll ask ask him this summer. Go to okay. the dean and be like, so there's this kid named Mason Bray. Oh, no. He's my favorite student. Oh, you want me to lie to this man? <laughs> no, Mason Bray, you're Mary great. Lynn. No, do not call me by my first name, but you are great. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just kidding. Um, so, um, for this ne- for these next two shows, it's going to be very technical. Yes. Um, to pull off, um, whether it be black and white for um the fall play, um, or for the Adams family, um. What are some things that we can look forward to as um, students in the Thespian Troupe, but also audiences coming up this year? Well, I do think the technical elements will be stepped up. So I feel like I've spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about things I'm not good at, but technical things are not my strong suit. I actually bought a book today called Technical Theater for Non-Technical People, Uh, but I think that what I want to focus on mostly is creating an atmosphere. So however we're able to do that 
with lights or set pieces or props or music or whatever um, to maybe create an experience for people uh, rather than just like a show. Like I want them to go and feel like they were a part of something. That's kind of what my goal for the technical elements this year are. Yeah. And I think that's very possible for us to do. Um, Very what? Possible. Possible. To yeah. Do. <laughs> it's possible. Joe um, what? It was a Susical reference. I'm sorry. It's possible. Yeah. I was literally in that show um, and I did not understand your reference. So. I'm sorry. I was the assistant director for that show at Central High School. Um. I. Oh. So <laughs> something that you are really good at that I want to highlight. Um, and I have it specifically written down to go over is how good you are at watching and referencing Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, no. I thought this and was I going wanna... to be a genuine compliment. I thought this was going to be something nice and then it wasn't. It, okay. I'm, I want to give you a very public space to talk about your love for Real Housewives. So go ahead. Thank you. Well, uh, this morning I actually talked to my husband about perhaps attending BravoCon because it does fall within our fall break next year. So I'm hoping to maybe see I'm going to merge all of my loves because BravoCon is in New York. And so during the day I could meet some real housewives and then in the evening I could go see a show. So that's kind of my headspace right now. I'm very excited. Atlanta has returned. New season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um, has just started. The premiere aired last week, so I'm excited for the new episode coming up this week. And for one of my favorite housewives, Erica Jane, to become the super villain that she is. So, yeah, and I'm for excited. You, for those of you who don't know Mrs. Clark, um, in our fall play, we added in a reference about Erica Jane. Because what was written was not relevant. Yes. we. I just wanted to update it. And, <laughs> you know, Erica Some people got celebrated. it. Some people got it. Yeah. No. And if you got it, you got it. And if you didn't, then you need to go and watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Which? I was educating the masses. <laughs> Which is really what you do as an arts educator. Yeah. <laughs> is educate people about um, Real Housewives. Well, and it's it's culture. It's peak culture. It really is. And so is. if I want students to be well-rounded and cultured, Real Housewives is a part of that. I think this is the best interview that I've ever done in my entire life. Oh, my God. Well, I tell Mason that he's always auditioning. So that's <laughs> – he already insulted me a couple times. So now he's saying compliments. No, but you are a really great director. Thank you. I try and, real hard. Um. Like all of our team this year, like uh, Sam, the Morgans, and um, you, you are all great at um, creating connections between us because we were terrified going into this year. What? Um, you should be. I, we were terrified of you. Good. <laughs> no, I wanted that at the beginning. But now I, I can't say that we're best friends. You no, we're not. yell at me. Well, actually, can I tell you something? Um, so I was he I'm here to great senior scrapbooks. My husband brought me lunch and then I was telling him like yeah I'm gonna do this podcast with Mason and then Sam was here earlier mm -hmm. and so he asked me how many books I had graded and when Sam was here I was like oh zero and he's like so you just hung out with Sam and I said yes and then I said and then you know at three I need to do this podcast with Mason and he was like 
so what you're telling me is you're just going to hang out with your friends all day and you're not actually grading scrapbooks. And I was like, well, Mason is not my friend. And he was like, okay, yeah, whatever. So, you know, my husband, husband believes friends, it. but we are not. We are not friends. You're not friends. Um, you're not even my favorite teacher. Oh my gosh, Mason. I'm kidding. That's so mean. That's fine. I mean, there are a lot of great teachers here and that's totally fine. This is so much fun. Okay. Um, do I have, yes, I have a life. I mean, do I have questions? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so for people wanting to go into like, um, the career path that you're going with, um, going back to get your master's, what should they expect in those, um, uh, master's programs, the workload and all that kind of stuff? Well, I think for me, even the, the things I thought I was good at, I realize that there's a lot of gaps in my knowledge. So I think when people go back um, to school for something like that, it's important to to realize that there are things that you know and that you're great at. And there are tons of, of just like gaps in our knowledge. Like as you move through elementary, middle, high school, college, like there are things that you just kind of miss. And so it's okay to not know something. So that's something I have really learned um, being – I've really – liked my master's program. I've enjoyed all of my classes. Uh, and I really thought things like play script analysis. I was like, Oh no, I'm great at that. Like that is top tier what I'm best at. And then I realized that there were things I just didn't know. Um, so I, I think anybody going back, uh, for an MFA or any master's program or higher education just needs to be open to learning. I know that sounds silly, but that's kind of what I've I've gathered in the last year. And what are the highlights of your program? Um, whether what plays you like reading best or anything like that. I did just take a cl class called um, Southern Drama, where we just read like plays from the South. And even though I knew a lot of Tennessee Williams and I knew a lot of Lillian Hellman, like even just being assigned readings of plays that I had never heard of um, is really cool to me. So it's just like, I maybe wouldn't ever pick up, um, the young man from Atlanta, like as a play to read, but now I think it's great. Like I, I have just been exposed to so many more things. Are you telling me that I'm going to have to read these? Are you going to make me read these? Um, I actually, in my master's program had to read a doll's house, which I knew what it was, oh, yes. but I, had never read it. And then next year it's in the freshman English textbook, which seems wild. It does not seem like anything that a freshman in Boonville, Indiana would ever care about, but maybe we'll read it in theater arts because we'll have it in the textbook. So it's pretty cool. Which I think I'm going to be in. I think I'm going to be in theater arts next year. Great, Mason. You should be. I should. I steal I you from Spanish all the time anyway. And apparently I, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you can take me whenever. Yeah, but only when you don't have homework. Exactly. You gotta you gotta get good grades in Spanish, Mason. Yeah. Spanish is important too. So I want I usually ask all my guests, um, education versus experience. If you've ever listened to my podcast, you would have known that. Um <laughs> She doesn't listen to my podcast, everyone. Listen, I am subscribed because I want to support. And I do intend probably this summer to listen to a bunch of them. But I talk to Mason every single day. Um, 
And though he does have a very professional, soothing voice, I I am up to date on what Mason Bray is doing, and I listen to his voice a lot, like a lot. So I don't usually want to go home and and also listen to his voice. And I have a lot of real Housewives podcasts that I listen to, but I promise Mason that I am I'm going to get around to it. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so I usually ask education versus experiences, but as a teacher, um. I want to ask you what you think is most important about arts education for the next generation, not just working in it right now. I see your face. I know. Because I don't know if I know the answer. Um, the most important part of arts education moving forward Whether for future it be generations. To you. Like, what's the most important part to you to be able to pass on? Oh, for me to be able to pass on. Um I think arts education is different than any other type of education because it has to be collaborative. Like you don't have to collaborate with other people to do calculus or whatever, but arts, especially theater, theater is collaborative. Like you can be in a one man show, but there is, I guess you can write it, but you can't run the lights while you like everything has to be a a group effort. So I think just, being able to work with other people um, is probably what I think is most important about arts education is realizing when to take feedback, learning when you you don't know everything, um, learning how to depend on other people, which I um, like know that I need to, to do differently um, because it's hard to delegate things, but then there are lots of things that I know that I don't know. So I delegate a lot to like Sam because he is great at a lot of things that I'm not great at. Um, but just kind of learning how to work with other people, I think is, is most important for, for kids going forward. Even if they don't end up in theater, like you have to work with other people. And you say that to so many people every day. I do. I think so. Like there's sometimes in homeroom, you're just like, well, you're going to have to work with people. Yeah. Your entire life. You are. Yeah, you are. And sometimes they're not going to be good people. And sometimes they're going to be hard to work with, but you still have to do it. Even if you work from home, like on your computer, like there are still people that you have to interact with at some point. Um, and one of my closing questions, um, what shows are you looking forward to seeing when we go to a New York trip, when we have um, real talk with uh, Mason Bray and Mrs. Clark in New York in oh, no. 2023. What shows do you want to oh. see? See, and I don't, I don't really even know what will be there then because yeah. it's just always changing. I feel like it changes so fast. Um, oh my goodness! Like I don't know what will be there. If you were to um, go right now, what would you want to see? If I were to go right now, um, I want to see a Strange Loop, uh, really bad. Because I just read, I like see clips and I read synopsis of it and it still doesn't make sense to me, but everybody says it's so great. And I think it might be something that you have to see because it's like a play within a play within a play, right? And so, I think and so. so like that's very confusing and I think maybe seeing it in front of me, I don't know. I think the music is great and I that's what I would want to see. I think part of their cast album came out on Friday, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Ooh, I haven't listened to it yet, but I want to listen to it. Yes, yeah. four songs came out. Um, and what is the? Oh no, there was one more that I I really it was another Tony nominated one that I 
Oh, no. Oh, what's the one with all the Bob Dylan songs? Mr. Saturday Night? No, that's Billy Crystal. Same thing. Bob Dylan and Billy Crystal are not the same thing. I don't know. Bob Hold on, I'm going to find out. Dylan musical. Girl from North Country. Yes, I would like to see that as well. Um, because I love Bob Dylan music, but I hate Bob Dylan's voice. <laughs> and so I don't want to hear him sing things. But I love like covers of his songs. Like I think he's a great songwriter and a terrible vocalist. So um, I think I'd probably like that show too. We have big opinions coming out on this episode of Real Talk with Mason Bray. Yeah, don't like tag Bob Dylan in this or anything. I don't. Um, but fun fact, um, in that there's this actor named Austin Scott. You might be like, why? Why do I care? Um, he was Hamilton when I saw Hamilton. Oh, and I met him at the stage cool. door. He's my and best he's friend. He's in, <laughs> just like I am. Yeah, I oh, meet okay. people once and I call them my best friend. Yeah, that's fair. It's fine. But yes, he's in Girl from the North Country. Oh, yeah. I don't know much about it other than it's Bob Dylan songs, which I like. I saw a TikTok today about it. Um, apparently, one of their actors got COVID and they all of their understudies were either on or out. Um, and there was this random guy that was an actor on TV that's married to one of the people in the cast. And he just went on with like five hours notice. Oh, that's cool. Which is crazy. Um, yeah. So is there anything that you want to add, whether it be about high school theater, about your life, about how Real Housewives, anything? Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Mason Bray, I do think you're great, and I give you a hard time, but you are the hardest working kid at Boonville High School, maybe. Take um, everyone. Huh? <laughs> Uh, and I really appreciate that because I think that's something that a lot of kids um, have somehow missed. And I don't know if it's like the struggles of COVID or whatever, that sometimes work ethic is really hard for some people. But Mason Bray, you're doing it. I think you're great. I really appreciate that, Mary Lynn Clark. That was very close. That was very close. Well, you called me Mason Bray, so I think I get to call you Mary Lynn Clark one more time. Yes, but you're my student and I'm your teacher. School gets out. And when out. you graduate, you can call me Mary Lynn. School gets out in no. nine no. days. When you graduate. Which is two years. Yes, in two years. That's scary. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, I will be auditioning for both shows next year. Be prepared for okay. me. I also have a speech coming up this week. Oh, do you want to tell the story of how I got my role in the fall play really quick? Um, so Mason is in my homeroom. And I did not know him from Adam. Like, it was one of the first days of school. This is my first year here. And Mason was like, I am going to make a presentation. And I was like, okay, to homeroom? And you were like, yes, I have a lot of thoughts. So I have, like, a poster that my sister-in-law got me that's, like, Broadway costumes. And it's just drawings it's kind of like clip art costumes um and mason didn't like the poster uh and so he it was missing going... several iconic shows okay okay like i didn't make the poster it was a gift to me and so he just got in front of the class and gave he had a whole powerpoint like a whole presentation on how terrible he thought this poster was and part of his role in 
complete works of William Shakespeare abridged is to give these like presentations. So he was auditioning, but didn't know it. So everything is an audition for real. Yeah, it really is. I mean, your work ethic is an audition. Everything is an audition. When you call me Mary Lynn instead of Mrs. Clark, that's an audition. I will keep that in mind. Mrs. Clark. Yes. Um, um, Garcelle Beauvais from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She, her iconic tagline, life is an audition. And honey, I am getting that part. So that's my, that's my life motto. Before you say anything else about how Real Housewives, I'd like yes. to thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Mason. I really appreciate you being able to do this and taking time away from scrapbook reading um, to yeah, talk. Yeah, I'm going to get back at it. <laughs> Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.